Welcome from the deep. I am Mike the Finder. And I am Book of Brett. And today we are talking about the 2022 Paramount Plus exclusive movie. There's a lot of consonants. Yes, yes it is. It's a lot of, uh, it's very hidden. Hard not, consonants. A lot of people may not have heard of this movie, but... Um, Still haven't said the title? It, it, <laughs> it does exist, I promise you. We did both watch it. We didn't both make it up in our brains because it does exist on a streaming site. It's the movie... Significant other. I I had to double check it just to that's no that's just fair. to make sure and, you know and, and and you did say that we did not make it up though I do feel like I could have written this in an evening. <laughs> yes, it's it, you know it's amazing. Oh, wait, 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 the synopsis. We have to do the synopsis. Oh right, 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 right. Um, so before we get into all that, let me do a little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, if you are just watching this on YouTube, make sure you go check out all of your favorite podcatchers, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the like, because we put these podcasts up on all of those. If you are only listening to this, make sure you go check out the From the Deep YouTube page. If you just type in From the Deep, I, th I also believe we're, we're actually YouTube.com slash at From the Deep now. Uh, since handles are at, a thing, you still now. have to put the you still have to put the at in the URL. Oh, yeah, but uh, make sure you go check out the YouTube page because the YouTube page has a lot of content, and I mean a lot of content that the podcasts and RSS feed does not get. Um, as far as shorter reviews and other solo things, like what I watched in January and Brett's re recent review of Valentine. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff on the YouTube page that does not make it over to the RSS feed. So if you're interested in that, make sure you go check all that out. The only other housekeeping thing that I want to point out here while we're while we're doing this, uh, we've not been around for the last two weeks. Uh, and I have no uh, thing to tell you about that other than, oops, sorry. Sometimes that happens. Uh, Brett's been really busy. I've been trying to get back to work on my other YouTube channels and, and it's been proven to, to just be a real pain in the ass to do three channels at once. Who it's knew? It's almost like a lot um, of work goes into this regardless of what you're making. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because everybody thinks like, I want to be a YouTuber. It's so goddamn easy. Not knowing the full extent of what goes into these videos. Uh, anyway. I, I have a wall in my house dedicated to head bashing. <laughs> okay. So anyway, today we're talking about Significant Other. This is a movie that is exclusive to Paramount Plus. Um, and I, just before we get into this, why don't we hear Brett's synopsis of this movie? Because I am I am sure that it is going to be a good time. We're in a real um, mood today. Can you tell? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, this, this, this is going to be fun. Uh, Significant Other is about a couple that goes into the woods to go on a backpacking trip. And basically things go awry when a sci-fi element is involved, inserted, involved, <laughs> inserted does not, it just doesn't sound right. Um, mm. okay. I, that's, that's not bad. I mean, as we always do, let's jump over to IMDb and compare Brett's synopsis to IMDb's. That'll I'm, be interesting. And, and I'm sorry for Mike's buildup, but there's just, that's what happens in the movie. That's the movie. The synopsis is the movie. I just want to make that very, very clear. I like, also would like to point out that it was Brett's turn to choose a movie. And and so this is Brett's choice. Like we had an a literal infinite number of choices that we could have chosen to 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 make a review upon. 
upon to make a review of uh and brett decided significant other was the movie i didn't flip the coin that's you know what that's true we did flip a coin between two movies and this is the one that that's true i forgot about that part um so as we always do let's jump over to the podcast drive in here uh significant other from 2022 it's rated r it's an hour and 24 minutes thank god it's got a (laughs) 5.7 on imdb (laughs) It's directed. It has two directors. It took two people to bring this to fruition. Uh, Dan Burke and Robert Olson were both the... I only got a half hour in me, dude. Come on. 32 minutes. All right, fine. We'll split it 50-50. 32 minutes of film time apiece. Otherwise, I'm going to blow my brains out. So this was written and directed by Dan Burke and Robert Olson. I apologize, fellas. Um, And the IMDb... No, No, they signed the contract. They read the script. And the IMDb synopsis says, follows a young couple who takes a remote backpacking trip through the Pacific Northwest and face sinister events, leading them to realize that everything about the place is not as it seems. That is terrible. That is a Mm -hmm. terrible synopsis of what Mm -hmm. this movie actually is. Mm -hmm. But it's the movie. Yeah, that is the actual movie. He was not lying about his synopsis. That's That's, actually what it is. That's the movie, and, 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 and that's the thing. There's nothing to really pick out here to make fun of because it's, well, it's 84 minutes long, and it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. I, I, I felt like it was one of the most, and I said this about Infinity Pool, and now the term doesn't feel applicable to Infinity Pool after seeing this. It's Infinity Pool's so, a piece of art compared to this. Yeah, it and is. And you hated and it. it. I loved it, and you hated I, it, and that says I, I, a lot. I, I, I did, but again, to be fair, if you're seeing that for that opinion for the first time, I did say I was going to give it a second chance, so I did admit that I might be off on that. But this is one of the most derivative movies I think I've seen in a while. This is, if you've watched Aliens, the second one, and you've watched The Thing... You've seen pretty much this. It, it's those movies in the Pacific Northwest. I feel like that's probably the best comparison, the best wrap-up for it as a whole, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely derivative of other things, but I will also say that um, it also is kind of refreshing as far as the way it attacks it. Um, mm. With the whole backpacking thing, I think that's yeah. realistically the only thing this this actually is going for it. Uh, yeah. That the backpacking thing is an original Ash idea, um, but uh, <laughs> so uh, on, mm. if if nobody knows this by now, uh, I am very active on Letterboxd, and you can find my Letterboxd um, profile link down in the description. There, uh, I give every single Mike movie looking for new reasons to get yelled at. <laughs> I I um. On every single Letterboxd review, not every, but most, um, I, I write a title, uh, usually snarky for the movie that I am watching. Uh, and the title for this movie that I wrote was Emo Bioluminescent Killer Alien Deer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about how I felt about it. <laughs> the trees are moving! <laughs> So let's just start out with your overall initial thoughts of this movie. We'll get into specifics. Okay. We'll talk about the ending, and then we'll rate it. Okay, cool. This will take five minutes. Um, <laughs> so, 
<laughs> overall, overall, I did not hate this movie. Up, I, I mean, for the most part, I'm being very, I'm being very sarcastic. I'm being, you know, snarky for the sake of joking around. But like, there is a good movie in here, actually. If if not good, definitely fun. And I did say that in the Valentine review, which we'll uh, we'll link up here, I did say that um the. To, for a movie to be fun, it can be bad in areas, but there's areas a movie just can't be bad in to still be fun. And that's still in the story. I've said it many times on my Book of Brett channel and on here. Story's king. I don't care. Other things can make it good or worse, but it, the story always has to be good or nothing else really matters. And there is a good premise in here. There is a like fun story in here. My biggest gripe with the story is actually the beginning because we get almost no character development. There is very little reason to care about these characters for the first like 15 to 20 minutes. And so I did like I did enjoy the movie. I just felt like at a certain point it was the pacing and the lack of character development that uh, that that I found to be a little off-putting in this. I don't know if you felt the same way. Yeah. Okay. But there's a couple parts in the movie where it takes a turn that make you realize you either A, don't know as much as you think you do, or B, you have no idea what's going on. And so I did enjoy those. Um, I did, <laughs> after we find out who the fiancé is... Um, I liked him more because it really explains his carefree attitude in an environment where she's stressed out. Um, he, he still seems to be like very like carefree and upbeat, almost in kind of a negligent way in respect to her feelings. Um, and so we do kind of get that explained through what we find out about him. But, um, overall I liked it. I thought it was fun. I like the camera work. Uh, there's actually some really, really cool shots in here. There's a couple of uh, well choreographed uh, focus pulls in here. Um, yeah, I can. Um, Dude, the, I, the I, focus puller did an amazing job in this movie. Seriously, especially since everything looks like it's it shot at like an, a T one point two on the aperture. <laughs> like this is a super shallow depth of field. Um, but in this, I can look at it from two. I, I can look at that from uh, two perspectives because we've talked about that a lot. A lot of times, you'll see that in indie films that are working on a lower budget to try and like mask some of the corners they had to cut. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just kind of a technique or a trick to get around on like low budget indie projects. Um, in this, however, I think it was one of two things. I think as far as what we're seeing on screen, it shows isolation in the characters, um, and I think uh, if you look at it that way, it really makes sense. And then on the back end, I can only imagine the limited amount of lighting options they were working with in a what appears to be national forest um i don't know that i don't have anything to back that up on but that's what it, it comes off like with all the trees and everything it comes off like they probably had a lot of you know lighting this thing was probably not the easiest um and so i think that allowed them to get the most out of the environment that they're in um i also really liked the color grade there's something about this color grade that I really liked, and I don't know what it is, but there's something, it's, it's that contrasty, almost like Netflix look without looking underexposed, like I see in a lot of stuff lately, so. Yeah, it's very green. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, which I think, you know, considering they're in the forest, really le- really mm-hmm. lends itself to that. So, um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought we could have dealt, I, I could have dealt with, you know, another like 15 minutes of like some kind of character development. But at the same time, even at 84 minutes, I felt like I felt those 84 minutes more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree with most of what you just said. Um, I, I, I've kind of gotten away from this in the last year or so of just straight up reading my letterboxed reviews for my initial thoughts. Um, but I think I think with this one, what I wrote down is pretty much how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, I wrote emo bioluminescent killer alien deer. (laughs) (laughs) When you're writing a movie, why would you not want your characters to act like actual people? (laughs) These two are the most frustrating people in the world. That's really a good point. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good point. Neither one of them does. Um, Again, though, it explains why he acts the way he does when we find out a little bit more. Uh, Anyway, so when you're writing a movie, why would you not want your characters to act like actual people? These two are the most frustrating people in the world to watch interact with each other. Even before everything that happens, I get a sense that this girl hates this guy. And that's a huge problem. Or at least it would be if I actually gave a shit about them. We spend a total of 12 minutes with them before she turns down his proposal. And I'm what? Supposed to feel bad for him? Or have some sort of sympathy for her? None of it worked for me and it really made the entire movie drag on and on. The core idea of this movie isn't terrible, but the execution is just weird. The idea is different and kind of interesting, but it's also really, really fucking stupid. This feels (laughs) like it was filmed smack dab in the middle of covid so it's got that terrible, low-quality, low-budget COVID movie vibe to it, which is super noticeable once you notice it. The acting isn't bad, but considering how much I hated the two main characters and how they interact with one another, that really didn't help much. Once the ball gets rolling on this, it picks up pretty damn fast, but that doesn't make it any less of a bore. The lead the lead actress just isn't strong enough to carry this whole thing by herself, and sadly, the whole thing relies on her being able to do just that. The cinematography, though, through the whole thing is amazing, but it's just a great example of cinematography and visual beauty not being enough to carry an entire movie. The yeah. most beautiful images in the world aren't enough to save a weak script, and that's what this is. Weak. If you're a... If a mediocre movie like this is what Paramount Plus is offering, I'm really glad I didn't pay them a cent and mooched a subscription off a friend. <laughs> so that's somebody that's, hasn't wa- somebody hasn't watched Halo yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I really, I really didn't like this that much. This was pretty boring. Uh, the runtime, even though it's an hour and twenty four minutes, felt like it just kept going and going. Yeah. And there, and I totally agree with you. There is zero character development in this, especially at the beginning. They don't give me enough reasons to actually care about these two where Mm -hmm. if you had made this like even an hour 40 i feel like you could have taken the first 20 to 30 minutes of this and really and really use that time to develop these two as a couple and actually make me care about who they are and their relationship and all that stuff and it would have helped the entire thing i feel like this is almost like um this is almost like watching Silent Hill, but starting it at the point where the mom and daughter leave in the middle of the night. 
like yeah. they're driving somewhere to go do something nothing's terrible yet and then it gets terrible but we don't really like have any backstory we don't really have a reason to care what's happening to them right and that was the, that, that that was the weird thing to me is like it could have dealt with 15 to 20 minutes uh, at least of character development but even at 84 minutes I still felt the 84 minutes oh yeah yeah um, it's it's a real long hour and a half like, yeah um my uh i i i will say that i i ha i was having fun with it um up until pretty much the end pretty much the end is when i was kind of like i i, I kind of had some disappointment my uh in fact i i have two lines that really sum up the end of this movie really well, which is love the tentacle. And no insults. My only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> because the, 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 so the hang on, hang on. We're going to get into spoilers here in the rest of this. Um, you can tell neither one of us cared a, a lot about this. So uh, <laughs> would you suggest watching this before we move on to spoilers? Ah, I want to say yeah, because I feel like it was a valiant effort. I feel like it was a valiant effort that just didn't quite hit right. Right. And so I want to say yeah, but at the same time, I can't like highly recommend it. But yeah, maybe go watch. I don't know. Uh, I would say there's plenty of other movies to kill an hour and a half that are better That's than true. This. Like tons. That's true. And, and, and not that this is horrible, um, but it's just not good enough, uh, to really suggest in my opinion. Um, so let's just go ahead and, and, and get into spoilers here. Cause yeah, because well, and, and, and I know I just talked about the ending, but we're not going to just talk about the ending. We're going to talk about the, we're going to talk about the creature, some other things that happen. And so, um, I, I don't want to like jump straight into the ending. Uh, but like the creature itself, uh, when we first see the creature itself at the beginning of the movie, it almost, it, it, it's again, so drowned in bokeh that you can't really make out details about it. And it almost has this like venom quality, like the way the symbiote looks in venom. Um, because it's in the background. It has this almost like fluid, like appearance and movement to it. And so I really thought it was going to be cool. And then eventually we see the deer that's covered in it. I'm like, okay, it's dried and black. It's starting to reaffirm that it's going to be this like black goo. And I don't know why that was something that I would have found so cool and entertaining, but I would have really liked that. But what we end up getting is a tentacle monster. That's what we really end up getting. And that's why I put love the tentacle because even the way it like latches on to her at one point is very Futurama esque. And so it just, it just reminded me of what was that? What it's the thing that Patton Oswalt voices. It's not Yahweh. It's uh, it was, it was, it was, it was something else, but it reminded me of the tentacle monster. And so like, as soon as I did that, I looked at Brit Brittany and I went, Love the tentacle. And <laughs> because because if, like, if you watch it, you'll see. You'll definitely see. So again, it was a really cool idea, but I just don't think it, that, that the monster itself, but it's like, it's something like that where like, if you would have done something else as the monster, 
I feel like um, it would have been a lot cooler. Well, I, I mean, my thing is like the monster's pretty damn cool until he has a problem killing her. And then he, right. he becomes this like, and, and maybe it's because he takes over okay. her boyfriend yeah, um, well, and, and he gets all of his is... insecurities and all the human emotions and stuff from that. Um, it's... But he's terrifying until he gets to the point where he's trying to kill her and he can't. Right. One of the other things that I will also say um, is that besides a, a, a pretty boring intro, which is the first at least 20 minutes of this movie. It's the mm -hmm. first third of this movie is an absolute bore and it mm -hmm. doesn't do anything to set up our characters or development or any of that stuff. Um, we just dr were dropped into a car with two people. We have no idea who they are. We don't know their relationship. We don't know how they interact with each other. We don't know their names. We don't even know their names. Yeah. And, and so it's like, you're just dropped. It's like in roller coaster tycoon where you can pick up a janitor with the hook. It's like that, but you're, I we're just, put him we're, in the water. we're dropped. <laughs> We're dropped into their car with with like zero reasons for having done so. Um, where and I think again, another twenty minutes. You're making this for a fucking streaming service. Make it an hour forty. No one's gonna care for an extra twenty minutes you're unless it's paramount. a bore. Yeah, you're paramount. Exactly. Your name means best. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, but the thing that I, I, I really hated more than anything else was the goddamn dialogue. The dialogue is so yeah. piss poor in this. Yeah. It feels like what you said earlier. We could have written this in an evening. Like yep. with with the idea and and, and the uh, how horrible the dialogue is. I feel like we really could have popped this out in six hours, if that. Yeah. Like, it, mm -hmm. it's really, really unbearable. And the way they interact with each other. I disliked her from the get-go. I do not like her. I, um, I, I went back and forth between liking him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's at least likable I, and has yeah, some... You can feel um, empathy towards him at least a little bit. Brittany told me he was in season one of White Lotus. He's definitely which, in something that I've seen before, yeah. but I can't place it. His name is um, Jake. What's his name? Jake Lacey. He, he, he does a really good job of, you know, when, when we're going based off of the preconceived idea we have of him in the beginning, he does a really good job of playing the puppy dog eyed, innocent type of guy. Yes. Um, and then when he kind of transitions oh, after, sorry to cut you off. He's an no, intern. He's an intern on the office. That's where I've seen him before. Okay. Okay. Um, but once he goes into, can we say like why he transitions? Yeah, yeah, we've already we've already okay. said we're okay. gonna have yeah, spoilers. We've already so. said, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so once we find once he not only we find out that he's um, let me rephrase it. Once it's made apparent that he's been taken over by this parasitic alien, um, I still kind of like him because he's this whole like he's very like he's carefree in an evil way and there's something very fun about that to me I don't know what it is but it's like she's like freaking out she's losing her mind she's scared for her life and he's kind of just like dum -da -dum -da -dum -da -dum. well I think that, like, that speaks to how much power and confidence he has because he knows yes, yeah. she can't kill him she knows right. there he knows that 
And so right. he's got this this way about him that it's just like it doesn't really matter what you do. You're going to probably die if I don't do anything with you because because of how this movie ends. When um, do you think he died? So that's what's interesting, right? It has to be. And I've gone back and forth on this. It's either it was him the whole time. And he drug her out there, which I, I have a hard time believing, but he does say yeah. he's made that thing for, he's made that trail four different times. So yeah. it, I guess it depends That's on how long true. the, the I alien, forgot about that. it depends on how long the alien yeah. has been there. Um, I think what happened was it was the first night when, when the deer is staring at her, um, I think that's what happens. He somehow, the alien somehow pulls him out of the tent without her noticing and, and takes him over because there's no other time that she is alone from him because he's, right. he's up her and ass he the whole time. Well, and he doesn't seem to be a, the, the alien doesn't seem to be able to control more than one host at a time right. either. Right. So, so he definitely jumped from the deer because he does say this was so much easier when I was the deer. So he's yeah. definitely jumping from one host to another for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So um, which, I, I don't know. Again, when do you, a what really do you think? cool idea for an alien. What do you think? When did he, when did he get taken over? I think he got taken over in the forest while they're there. Um, I just, um, I mean, I think what you said, I think what you said makes the most sense because he's already in the deer. That's the time we see the deer get the closest, which yeah. means the deer, that's when the deer alien knows where they're at. So yeah. yeah, that probably makes the most sense. That's the problem though, is it's, th there's not really anything uh, to interpret as far as that goes. Yeah. We're just supposed to accept that it happened at one point, which I mean, I mean, maybe that's okay. I don't know, but to maybe. me, it's not. Um, I, well, I think my biggest issue with it is the whole movie is like that. <laughs> like, especially yeah. the end. It's just like, so we're going to get, I, I, okay. L let's touch on a couple different things here before we get into that, because I do really want to get into that. I also really want to touch on, um, when the alien takes her body. Because mm -hmm. that's the thing that really stuck out to me in this movie. The whole, out of the whole thing, what really I took away from um, was, <laughs> like you said, her killing her. The, okay, her killing the alien. Demobilizing? Demobilizing. Immobilizing. Her. Debilitating her. De uh, stopping her. Slowing her down. Not quite killing her yet. Yeah, I, I basically hurting her with emotions. And no. I and I guess it's because the alien doesn't when you when you break this down, it doesn't seem as stupid as it does when you're actually watching the movie. <laughs> when you when you say out loud, this alien has never experienced human emotions before, and so it is debilitating to have all mm -hmm. of these emotions, especially anxiety but, and all of that stuff, flood over you all at once when you've never felt that before. That makes sense. But then you watch it actually happen, and what it really is is her going isn't it horrible to be a human and the alien mm -hmm. going, I can't take it. The emotion. It's too much. This I can't handle. And, and it's just fucking dumb. Like yep. it's just, I mean, dumb. she is. Okay. 
the alien is technically having a panic attack, which we haven't yes. said. So it did. Well, and get... they set that up earlier with her having right. panic attacks. Right. So yes. But this is this is kind of on par with water killing aliens and signs to me. Like that's kind of like where this goes. Like you are invading a planet with the intention of taking over these beings, and you learned fuck all about them maybe the fact like, like you didn't learn it it's the it was the same thing in signs like we're gonna go invade a planet that's 80 million percent water <laughs> but we've got an allergy well like it's the thing that really really bothered me in that whole scene is when ruth is like i'm gonna take your life and i'm gonna live it to the fullest and i'm gonna become this thing this that and the other when eight minutes ago you told me you were gonna destroy the planet uh-huh. That doesn't make it, it 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 pissed me off beyond belief because it's like he's no, like Mike Mike, it's gonna go skydiving, it's gonna go bungee jumping in Brazil, it's going shopping in Paris, it's gonna live. Exactly. And then by it's the end and then by the end of the movie, we have a bunch of quote red stars falling uh-huh. onto Earth, uh-huh. signalizing that this was gonna happen in eight minutes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And he knows that. Like, that's the thing that drives me crazy. He's like, I'm going to go live this life that you could never live because you're so full of anxiety and broken that I'm going to do it for you, knowing full well that in six minutes, all of his friends are going to show up and destroy the whole planet. It doesn't make any sense. So you guys brought the flamethrowers, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, good, because I told them that I was going to live life to the fullest, but I've got, like, no intention of doing that. So we need to burn it down now, quickly, quickly, quickly. <laughs> that way I don't look stupid. We're gonna I can't look, look really, stupid, really, Pete. <laughs> we're going to look really, really dumb if somebody invites me out to a special vacation, okay? I do not want to go, burn it, Gerald! <laughs> but, yeah, and the thing I have written here is alien gets killed by emotional trauma. Fuck uh-huh. you. <laughs> like I said, insults, my only weakness. Yeah, and it really is. I mean, and I get when, and this is the thing that really drives me crazy. When when she starts hitting her, the alien with the rock, mm-hmm. and like killing it, um, you know, it's kind of a cool it's kind of a cool thing where she's like defeating mm-hmm. her own trauma and like, you could really read into that scene of her, like yeah. overcoming all of these things that have just sure. been verbalized and stuff like that. But then it gets up fucking four minutes later and it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because it immediately gets up. And so well, any yeah, of the because depth, it wasn't about yeah, any of the exactly. depth that that scene yep. has immediately disappears because yep. it's, it, it, they have to have the alien reawaken or some shit. The ending is the, same either way whether that alien dies or not other than him coming on the radio going blah, 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 you're gonna die anyway blah, 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 blah. when when you could have cut that out she could have defeated her own trauma but still escaped and then in the background you see all the stars falling to the ground getting getting ready to take over the planet and shit like that it's the same ending but you don't immediately for, you don't immediately defeat your own d- depth in in, yeah. the, in the only scene that has depth in this movie. Yeah. You don't immediately disqualify it by making wait, wait. it get right back up. So you're going to tell me the proposal scene had no depth to you? Yes, Come that's on. what I'm telling you. Do you know why, Brett? Because we've been with them for 11 and a half minutes. <laughs> 
It felt so much longer. I remember looking at one point at the timeline, which is never a good sign. Oh, yeah. I checked it twice (laughs) when I was watching this. And I went, and I saw 25 minutes, and I was like, no. So this movie (laughs) needed to either be 15 to 20 minutes longer, or it needed to be 45 minutes shorter. shorter. (laughs) So it's either a great epic or a great short and nothing in between. Yes, and I'm going to say that they didn't have the budget for an epic sci-fi film. Well, and that's what this all comes down to. Which you get is fine. Yeah. But... When I was saying this feels like a COVID movie, I said that because there's four people in the cast um, and and they're all in the middle of the woods alone. This was almost definitely filmed in the middle of like 2020, 2021. Like that's that's how it feels. And that's why it's they don't have a huge budget. They probably didn't have a big um, crew like the, the whole thing reeks of like not having enough anything to accomplish the the scope of the movie they were trying to make. You know, based off the synopsis with IMDb, I, I think I can think of another place where some extra content would have really, really been well utilized. The The movie's described as a couple in the North, uh, Pacific Northwest backpacking and they, you know, stuff happens. If we would have had a really, really short time with the first couple and then and then transitioned into the second couple being our main couple and got more time with them, that would have been a really cool twist as well. That would well. have been interesting. Because, and then the boyfriend from the first couple becomes the villain chasing right. the, the, yes. the next two down. Yeah, that's yes. interesting. Yeah. And so and, that's, and, at least, and I, that's at least interesting. Right. <laughs> and so and, and I thought that because once she hit her head and the second couple came along, everything happened so quickly with the first couple I went oh this is the couple they were talking about what a cool twist what a major disappointment <laughs> like it's just because then they're there for five minutes and it just again it was just what I, I feel like I feel like wasted opportunity really uh um, defines a lot of this movie yeah. because it is an opportunity that is wasted. There's a lot to go off of here. Like I said at the beginning, there is a good movie in here, but it's not in this runtime. Yeah, I mean, it's the execution of it that's the problem. I, I yeah. and and just about other than the cinematography, in just about every sense, like the color grading, like you said, I didn't really dig it that much. Uh, but yeah. it does have that like Netflixy look to it. It's very mm-hmm. green though. It's not underexposed mm-hmm. like a lot of the Netflix stuff, um, and it's very pretty to look at. Like it's a really pretty movie to watch. Um, but I. <sighs> And you know, we're, enough, we're we're both huge camera nerds, and so it's like mm-hmm. for us, that's the kind of stuff that you got to do to like really make a mediocre plot something that's actually worth watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the plot has to at least be decent in order for that to work. Right. And this just feels kind of half baked. That's I gotta uh, say, the on Paramount Plus, it did not say sci-fi in the description, and so I was actually pretty stoked that it had a sci-fi element right off the get-go. That yeah, here on me, IMDb, it says drama, mystery, sci-fi. Yeah, it didn't say that on Power Ma- Paramount+. Mm-hmm. Plus, So I was actually kind of stoked about that because I'm a big sci-fi fan, but then it, then it played out. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead and give me your final thoughts and your rating on Significant Other from 2022? 
Um, it's, uh, as we said before, it's, it's a lot of fun. It just, it really, the execution is not well done. It's, it's pretty to look at. There are elements of it that I really, really did enjoy, but ultimately it runs its course at a, at a really slow pace. And the, it's like watching a half mile run, but it feels like a mile. That's that that's that's what it feels like. It's got the material of a shorter film with the pacing of a longer one, um, which is really weird because I don't normally feel like that when I watch shorter movies like this. But again, I think I think its biggest flaws are in the um, uh, the script. Or let me rephrase that. I think the I think this movie's biggest flaws are in the story, the execution of the story and the pacing of it. Other than that, it's got a lot of fun elements. They just were way underutilized. So what are you um, rating it then? Uh, I, I, I think as a rating, I'll give it a six out of ten. I'll give it a six out of ten. It wasn't it, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, worth a fifty percent, which I think was my GPA. And it, it doesn't deserve something like that, but it's not something that I'm necessarily going to go back and watch again. I will say I think this would be a good movie uh, for uh, cinematography references because the cinematography is very good in here. Uh, we can all learn a lot from watching the camera work, not just the cinematography, but the focus pulls and stuff like that. So I think it makes for a good uh, study piece in certain elements, but certainly not storytelling. So I'll say six out of 10. Yeah, for me, I mean, I think this was kind of mediocre um, and, and even maybe less than mediocre. Uh, and, and it's all because the idea isn't fleshed out enough. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, and we've touched on this a couple times now the beginning could use more character development. I do not give a shit about these people. Why should I care that any of this happens to them when you didn't make me care about them at the beginning? That's, I, I think, the biggest issue this movie has. And you could you could string them up by their heels and do horrible things to them for six months, but if in the Terrifier. first 15 minutes you didn't make me give a shit who those people are, they're just randoms that I don't mm -hmm. care about. And, NPCs. And, what? NPCs. Yes, NPCs, exactly. So, I don't care that you got an arrow in your knee. Yeah, exactly. So for me, I, I you know... Characters are the biggest part of any movie and the arc, the story arc that they go through um, in a film is the part that that is arguably most important over anything yep. else. And, mm -hmm. and in this, it just felt like they had one idea, which was alien comes down and takes people over. I, I think I saw an IMDb. They're called replicants or something <laughs> um, and and replaces people. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's kind of a cool idea. Uh, and the execution, as far as the backpacking part of it goes is kind of an, also a, again, a cool idea. Uh, but then the pacing issues, the bad dialogue, the zero character development, the weirdo ass, um, COVID feeling of this, where it's clearly, <laughs> I don't know, six people in the woods made this maybe, um, and all of it, it just didn't work well enough for me. And the ending where all the aliens are coming down, that's what I wanted to see. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ends yeah. right yeah. when I'm interested in what's yeah. happening. Like, 100%. And, 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 and like, I don't give a shit about these two in the woods. I want to say the aliens come down and take over earth. I don't, yeah. I don't care about these two story, the story of these two in the woods. And so Maybe. for me, that that's the biggest issue with this is that you're showing me all of the precursor stuff. And if you're going to make a, a, a sequel to this, fine. Okay, fine. I accept that. Um, but, you know, maybe make the sequel first and then do the prequel in, in a way that, like, actually makes me care about Earth being taken over by these... What uh, What is... <laughs> by aliens that are actually kind of cool. Like, that's yeah. the biggest part, is that his stupid Terminator finger aside... Um, it is tent- really it's so yes it's so it's- late dude you've got a tentacle that can come out of your palm and you're basically threatening people with a hangnail and from he, hell and he, and he that's like he cuts people in half by flicking his finger it's just so like the idea of like him dainty. having so much it's power da- he's the daintiest villain ever just yeah, I, the idea of him having so much power that he can just flick his finger and kill people is cool. Mm-hmm. But in practice, him going eh, looks really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and like, so, like, even, when, even when he's like, "I know how to stop that," eh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. So the 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 weirdo Terminator thing aside, the alien <laughs> the is actually. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's such a good way of describing the, the weirdo Terminator thing aside. Um, it's. It's actually got really cool aliens, and even his spaceship is pretty cool. It looks really stupid, fake, and 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 kind of like a weirdo hot air balloon. Um, but, but but the actual aliens are cool, and I wanted to see the aliens come down and take over Earth. Yeah. Again, they didn't have the budget for that. It's very clear that they didn't have the budget for this, and right. now I'm curious what right. the actual budget for this was. Uh, well, and you know, there's a very real possibility that this could have been something that's going to, you know, like they're, they're going to have a sequel to it. Maybe. And, yeah. And I would actually watch that. I would actually watch it. If I see the runtime coming in under a hundred minutes, I'm going to have some real big reservations, but I would watch a sequel of like these parasitic aliens that come down to earth and take yes. shit over like that. 100%. I would watch that because one, one hangnail is really lame, but an army of just hangnails is really like some like Baraka kind of thing. Like that would be really cool. And so again, I think the limitations that they had to work with was probably what held them back. But as I said, there's a good movie in here somewhere, somewhere deep in the forest. Well, it's never a good sign when even the website called The Numbers that's specifically designed to tell you budgets and box offices doesn't even have the budget listed. Um, they probably did like a Kickstarter or something. I bet you could find that. I mean, you don't have to go for it now. Well, I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think it's a Kickstarter, considering it's Paramount Plus original yeah, content. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, they definitely made this, but I can't find numbers for it at all, and that is not a good sign. Fair enough. Um, but either way, I'm gonna go ahead and rate this a four out of ten. I didn't like this. I, you know, uh, it's pretty camera work aside, I, it's not enough, and the yeah. idea lacks too much in order for me to even be able to say, "Hey, go watch this." I think there are plenty of other movies that are worth spending an hour and a half of your time watching. This isn't one of them, especially considering you have to have Paramount plus to even watch this fucking thing. 
you know, for me, it's just it's a big ass fail on just about every level. Um, other than the core idea, which is executed so poorly that it, it it kills any of the other coolness that the actual idea has. It's not untrue. So if you guys like this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button. What did you think of this movie? Leave us a comment down below and let us know if you've actually seen this random ass, hidden ass, buried ass movie that we're talking about today. If you've Spoiler actually alert, seen it. You haven't. <laughs> Uh, we know you haven't seen it. It's it's fine. Um, but if uh, if you have actually seen this, let us know what you thought of it. Thank you guys so much for getting to the end of this. If you did, uh, we really appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time from the deep. Bye-bye. Ta-ta.